Welcome to Power Fuel Living. I'm your host, Lisa Hooks, and you guessed it, I'm excited about today's show. Today I have with me pastor and author Lisa Miller Rich, and we're discussing 218 ways to own joy. Stay tuned. Welcome to Power Fueled Living, spirit, soul, and body. Through Christ, we can thrive in every area of our lives. Welcome to the show. As I said before, we are talking about 218 ways to own joy. Lisa, welcome to the show. I am so glad to have you. I am thrilled to be here with especially you, woman of God. <laughs> Thank you so much. 218 ways to own joy. And this is based on an interactive journey through all Bible verses containing joy. Tell me about that. Let me tell you what it first of all is not. Okay. What it first of all is not, it's not a self-help book. It is not a, if you do this, then you get joy. This is not a transactional kind of way to interact with God. What it is, it's a delightful walk a guided tour through the Word of God, and you're taking stops along the journey from Genesis to Jude, because there's no joy in Revelation. <laughs> okay, I'm sure there's joy, but J-O-Y is not spelled out. But it's, you're stopping at every place where God wrote the word joy in His Word. So we're wow. walking through every single place along the journey. So it's just a guided tour through joy. Oh my God, and don't we need joy. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yes, we do. Yes, we With do. everything going on in the world in general, but mm -hmm. even in our personal lives mm -hmm. and our friends, our family, just, just so many things impacting us. Yes. Sometimes we miss out on the joy. And that's what I love about this book. I mean, you literally went through scripture line by line, found so many references to joy. Look at this, the joy of being one of his people the power of a joy-filled life, the pain of remembered mm. joy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you have touched on the joy of salvation, the joy of stopping sin. So this is a very detailed book on different aspects of joy. And I love it because it touches on the different aspects of our lives. That's right. We, we, we're very complicated people mm. sometimes, you know? And didn't he know it? And your <laughs> book touches on those complications. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It touches on gratitude. It touches on the, the good of life. It touches on the challenges of life. Mm -hmm. This is a great book. So how did you get started with this? Well, for me, it started in 1998. God called me to go into ministry. And prior to that, I did hair for 25 years. I toured all over the world doing hair and I was like showing up and showing off it was a great gig <laughs> uh, and but I always had a love for the Lord since I was a little girl and in 1998 I was sitting at an intersection and I just got this understanding from the Holy Spirit I want to use you in full-time ministry and I thought awesome let's do this but I, the Lord quickly showed me through a vision that my character wasn't quite ready for the call okay and so what he had me do, he would show me things in my character where I was deficient. 
And the first one was submission, but I knew better than to write my first book about submission. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. Uh, but Joy was one of the last character-refining classes that mm. I went through with the Lord. And so what he would have me do, he would show me sort of multimedia, what was missing in my character. I'd hear a sermon, I'd see a commercial, and you, you, I, I got it. This is my next class, the dean of my life. And I would get started, and he would just have me open a concordance, which is a Bible a reference book back in the old days when I was doing this, but they're online now for free. You look up the word you're interested in and it will show you every single place where God has written joy into his word. And so, or whatever word yeah. that you're seeking. And so that's what I would do. And I would just take one a day and I would just get in front of the word of God. I would spend time in prayer and journaling. And then the most delightful thing about our Lord, when we give him space, even if we give him the tiniest space, he will inhabit that and magnify yes. it. Yes. And so it came to this place where I did not have to work for my joy. See, that's what I thought. When I started in my, my little handwritten joy journals, I said, here's my initial thoughts on joy. I think it's elusive. I think that you can have it sometimes, but not others. Mm -hmm. I think you really have to work for it. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. But as I journeyed through joy, what I found was it's God's joy to instill his joy and my, increase my understanding. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing that I've learned myself about joy is joy is a gift to accept. Mm -hmm. It is a mm -hmm. gift to accept. Like you said, a lot of times you want to work for that joy or how, what do I need to do? How do I need to change? What, what do I need to do with my life in order to receive this joy? But God's joy, as you said before, is something that we can accept. Mm -hmm. and say, Lord, I want your joy. And, and you know, I, I think, every time I think about joy, I also think about peace. Mm -hmm. And I say, Lord, I want your joy and your peace mm -hmm. that passes all understanding, joy unspeakable, you know, that joy that, that, that can't be contained, that can't even be explained sometimes, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But that is something that, I believe we also gain through relationship. True. And I think that's a, a key to a lot of the joy deficiency in so many people's lives. That relationship with Christ that hasn't been nurtured, mm -hmm. that hasn't been um, trusted. That's you good. know, that's we good. have so many um, Christians, and I was at, at, at a stage uh, myself where I didn't quite trust God for everything, mm. you know, concerning my life. And when you get to a point where you begin to trust God, there's a peace, there's a joy mm -hmm. that grows mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. So I understand exactly what That's you're good. saying. That's yeah. good. You know, and I think so many, in our culture, everyone's microwave joy. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. I'm going to pop in my pain and out pops, you know, <laughs> jiffy joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the thing that I find with this project, it is a commitment, you know, but how bad do you want it? You know, how bad do you want your joy? And it is going to be spending time. It's not a lot of time. I mean, you know, you could invest a lot of time on, a, on the daily or you could, you know, take a bit of time. But better to invest some time pursuing what you have need of mm -hmm. than to keep running your mouth about what you have need of, right, right? and doing nothing right. about it. And so 
Um, here's the thing that I think is interesting is I talk to people about joy. Somehow I become a joy expert, which that's a <laughs> joke, let me tell you, because I'm on a journey. I am going through my book again mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. my husband now because oh, that's, great. that's giving me an opportunity to hear about joy from someone else's filter. See, the project's called 218 Ways to Own Joy because we make 218 stops, but there's thousands upon millions of ways to own joy as each yeah. one of us bring our filters to the project and, and we stop and we listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But I think that one of the biggest challenges that Christians especially face is that we think that joy is one thing. Mm. We think that joy, like Webster defines joy as the emotion that we get when everything's awesome. You know, when we yeah. have what we want, yeah. when, what we're hoping for, it's that feeling of elation. That's only one microscopic, microscopic part, part of joy. Yes. But I hear Christians say all the time, I've lost my joy mm -hmm. or I need to get my joy back. And it's what I've come to understand is what they're saying is, I am walking in a hard season and I want joy to replace my pain. Okay. That is absolutely uh, an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to teach because it's not about replacing our pain. What we come to understand is that joy is always there alongside oh, our pain. Oh girl, you're talking, you're So talking. when you begin to understand that joy comes alongside, here's what it's like. When we look at white light and it's all around us, when we're looking at white light, all we can see with our eye in the moment is white light. But if we put white light through a prism, then what do we see? We see every color in the rainbow, every color it takes to create what we can only see in the moment as white light. As Christians, Jesus Christ is our prism. So when we put the filter of what's bothering us, what's weighing on us, or even what's delighting us, when we put that through the prism of Jesus, then what we see is, yes, I have grief. I'm experiencing deep loss right now. It would be inhuman to say that I should not experience grief. God would not want me to not experience mm -hmm. grief because we're mm -hmm. talked about it. Mm -hmm. But I also have joy. And in those moments, it's not this elation. It's not this big, That's booming, right. you know, like uh, brass band coming through the room. It's this quiet, lovely heartbeat. Yeah. And it's God saying, I'm here. I'm here. And when you're going through something and you know you're not alone, that's joy. Mm -hmm. And you have to learn to call it for what it is, that boom, I'm here. So there's grief, but then there's the joy of knowing my God is with me. Yes. When you go through the valleys of the shadow of death, God says, I am with you. So there's joy. Then there's his peace is also in the valley, his love, his comfort. And see, this is the thing about being a Christ follower, because those who don't have him, they have grief. Mm hmm that's it. And that's it. That's it. And they don't feel the hope mm -hmm. that is ours in Jesus Christ. So in that moment, I hurt. I hurt so badly. I might be crying that, oh, you know that ugly cry? Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. ugly cry mm -hmm. where your, your tongue yeah, is stuck yeah, up. Yeah, you got, yes. you, <laughs> you know, that's all, that's all. You get the name. You get the name. But you're having trouble just breathing. But in those moments when he'll come alongside you and he'll say, I'm here. Is that, I don't know how we're going to get through this, Lord. It's on you. I'm, I, yeah. I'm attached to you. I've thrown, I'm at the end of my rope, and I'd rather throw it to you than to hang on to it and go down. Yeah. 
That is, that is so real. That is so relevant. You know, many of us uh, have, have impactful things that can create crisis, mm -hmm. trauma, mm -hmm. major stress, depression. Mm -hmm. And as you said, when you have joy, true joy, God-given joy, there's something about that crisis, that distress, that you still feel that hope because you know God is there. You know he's going to work it out. You know it's, it's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and to have that kind of joy is the joy that I want to have. And that's the kind of joy that God wants everyone to experience. That's right. Not those moments of happiness. Not those moments of joy that is related to something external. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He wants it in us all of the time. That's good. So that in any circumstance, in any situation, we can draw from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what your book helps you get to. It helps you process so much of God's will mm -hmm. for us. That's what I, another thing I love about the book. I just love the book. So that's another thing that I love about it is that it helps you process his will because it's scripture. Scripture is living. It's life. Mm -hmm. And so as we're going through the scripture, as we're reading it, and some of this stuff is really cute and funny. Right. So I love the <laughs> fact that this is, this is definitely not a boring book. It's, it, 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 and it's not really a devotional. It just really has a lot of life in it. And, and I love that about this book. And I highly recommend you guys getting this book. So tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah, I will. Thank you. I'm so grateful for your enthusiasm. Lisa is one of my endorsers on the project, so I was so grateful for that. Um, and when, you know, it's one thing, if I could hold this just mm -hmm, for a quick yeah, second, yeah. I want you to kind of notice, I stayed away from making this girly. You know, that was my option. I could have made this really girly and pink and flowery. Everybody needs yes. joy. So oh my. It's not going to oh be just for women. It's, it's an all-in, if, if you want more joy, get in front of God's word. And it is a guided tour, you know. So the way that it's set up, uh, I love this, that God had me do this. The scripture reference is there, and then there are blank lines for the reader to hand write the word of God. I love that because it's not being spoon-fed. You have to at least open a Bible or go to your Holy Glow, right, and you know, look it up, and then hand write that so that that way you're in front of God's word. Now here's a note, and this is talked about in the introduction. I use the NIV, the New, Interna New International Version of the Bible. If you look at it in a different version, it's not going to have 218. And in fact, mm -hmm. you might look up a verse and you don't even see J-O-Y listed there because the interpreters, you know, they, they might have rendered it as gladness or rejoicing. But the context of what God is doing, they've just taken that Hebrew or Greek word mm -hmm. and have translated mm -hmm. it to a, a different English word. But the concept of 218 ways to own joy, it rings throughout God's word. And so you handwrite it. There's only ever two quick paragraphs from me. One will give a little bit of context about what's going on around um, that verse in the Bible, uh, a little history or whatever's going on. Okay. And then the second paragraph will be a life application from me. You know, And again, that's where my quirkiness comes in. That's where you know sometimes I'll have fun with it. I try to keep it entertaining and moving, and then, um, then there'll be some guiding questions, and then space for the reader to say, what's God teaching me about joy? And then I always put in a quick social media 
blast so that you can go out and share and invite people to the project. Our hashtag is joy218ways. Yeah. So in this, it is set up. There's one other feature that I really appreciate God having me do. At the very back of the book, if I can kind of show this to, to the audience, in the back of the book, there's an index. So it will go through uh, about 180 key words. And those key words, if you need a quick word about how do I have joy during grief, well, you look that up, and then it'll tell you every place in the book where grief is mentioned. Yeah. I have no idea if I just turned one. That would be amazing <laughs> if I did. But that's the way the, the book is structured. And the beginning of the book, there's a joy inventory. So you go through and you say, okay, this is my initial understanding of joy. And at the very end of the project, there's a closing joy inventory. So you can kind of compare mm -hmm. your growth. That is so awesome. So Lisa, tell me more about your journey to joy. Yeah, my journey to joy is, oh my goodness. When I was called into ministry and God said my character was not worthy of the call, I didn't really argue. It wasn't like I had these moral deficiencies. I didn't have an addiction to anything. But what it really was was, if I was going to be called into public ministry, which I knew I was going to be called into public ministry, what was so important to the Lord, and then he helped me understand, was that whatever the public saw is what my family was getting. And if those two were disconnected, then I could bring harm to the kingdom. And that's all that I care about, is bringing glory to the kingdom, not harm. And mm -hmm. so... Uh, so my joy was situational. If my children were acting straight, mama was joyful. If my husband was dotting every I and crossing every T, happy wife, happy life. But, <laughs> you know, there were those moments where there was an I left undone, like the bed didn't get made. I mean, that could crash my joy in a hot minute, you know. And, and some of you, I, don't judge me, don't judge me. So what if my husband, that's all he did wrong ever. So. There's just this thing where my joy was situational, and it could be even the bigger things mm -hmm. of life. You know, mm -hmm. my mom mm -hmm. had cancer twice, mm -hmm. and, you know, lying with her in the bed um, while she's bald. And I had to be the one to shave her head, you know, when it was falling out. Mm -hmm. And you think of those moments, and, and the, the, the primary emotion is grief, sadness, sorrow, but the joy of being invited into someone's intense pain can't put a price on that yeah and to have the Lord in the moment speak this is joy this is joy and you want things to be different that is human but if I have prayed my guts out for healing and this is how the Lord is answering then it's on me to put my situation through Jesus' prism mm -hmm. and say, where's the joy in this moment? And it's not like I have to have joy to keep breathing, although that's helpful. <laughs> um, but it's, I don't want to miss what God is doing. Yeah. And so often we miss what God's doing. Oh, we do. Because he's not doing what we want. Mm -hmm. Or what we expect. Yeah. Well, he's, well we he, think we deserve. Yeah. What, yeah. You know, we, we have these preconceived ideas about how he needs to do things and, and how he's going to do things, and mm -hmm. it doesn't always work out that way. No. Yeah. He's God, we're not. That's right. You know, and the piece of, of just wrapping our heads around, you know, I, I, I do events. And a lot of times when we're doing events, event planners have this goal of how many people they want mm -hmm. to be there, you know. 
and they're praying, sometimes even specifically for numbers of people, numbers of people, and they're praying and they're praying. And so when it's go time and the asked for number is not there, I can see people starting to deflate. Mm -hmm. I see people mm -hmm. looking out and thinking that God didn't answer. And I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding me right now? If you've prayed your guts out and then there's 62 people when you had prayed for 600 people, does the Lord not answer? Right. There is something right. that he is up to and it's That's on right. us to not miss it. Bring all the joy. See, we'll kill some joy when we are expecting God to do it, when he hears what we want and he brings exactly who is supposed to be there. And I, I'm, I, I'm, I can tell when somebody's trying to play, it, this is what I call, they pour Jesus juice on things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so, you know, we like I've been in circles where we've prayed and, and it doesn't turn out. And I'm, and I'm not talking about one event. I'm talking about I'm in multiple, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. public events. And when the required ask for, I should say, ask for number doesn't come, they'll say, well, you know, this is what God wants. But they're still out there counting. It's right, like, get, right. You and they're still on, disappointed. Put more Jesus still, juice yeah, on that. Yeah. And, Jesus, and still hoping oh, for Holy more Spirit. people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know. Yeah. It, where, when I find people that are just filled with the real joy, they're like, this is going to be awesome. Yes. I mean, God yes. has brought who God knew yeah. would answer and be in line with the call. This is beauty. This is beauty. Yeah. Let's rock the 62. Yeah. You know, in fact, 63, because I need to be rocked. Right. 64, because right. you need, you really need to be rocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, I, I find that the joy is literally being in step with his will. I love that. I love that. Say if that we, again. The joy, our joy mm -hmm. is staying in step with his will. Yeah. Because if you're in step with his will, he's the God of joy, right? right? He's And here's my other thing. He's the prince of peace. He is the prince of peace. So if what I'm doing, if I'm not walking in peace, then I'm not walking behind my God, yeah. right? Because my God is the God of peace. So if I'm not having peace, I don't ask him for peace. I ask him, where am I off? Come on. All right. Come on. Where am I off? Because if I'm off, then Holy Spirit, correct That's me. That's right. So that's that right. I'm in step with your will. Yeah. Lord, help sure. me line back mm -hmm. up to your will. Yes. Help, you know, do I need to clean my ears out? Come on. Come on. That's <laughs> because right. a lot of times, you right. know, we start hearing ourselves and not the Holy Spirit, mm. not God's instructions. Oh, Jesus juice. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Kid everybody, but don't kid yourself. Right. Okay. Right. So as we're finishing up, leave us with some fuel points about joy. All right. Um, number one, if you feel like you don't have it, go get you some. And I, what I mean by that, and look, I know book sales are about book sales, but that's not for me with this. I didn't write this book to, to become uh, monetized. You know, joy is a journey. Yes. And this is a guided tour through God's joy. And my guarantee and I, and I mean this sincerely. My guarantee is if you will be diligent and if you will study, you won't have to work for it. You'll just understand it. And so God's joy will see, you, see us through every situation in life. And what you find is if you get that thought, I'm missing my joy, then you say, God, what I, where am I missing what you're doing? Mm. Joy is a, a, is a springboard. It's a gift to us, but it's also a connection to our Lord, then we know that if we don't have joy, it's not because the world is broken, it's because I'm broken. 
Say that again. Mm. That was good. That God was good. good. Ooh, ooh. Say You know that. when he's teaching because yeah. you yes. say something you never heard before. Yes. I haven't said it before. When I don't have joy, it's not because everything in my world is broken. It's because I'm broken. Yeah. And I need to get in front of the Abba Father and say, where do I need more of you and less of me? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that is so powerful because we just have so many things surrounding us. Cultural issues, personal issues, family issues. And, mm. and I love the fact that you said it's not about all the stuff, all the external stuff around us. It's about us, what we're accepting, what we're listening to, yes. what we are um, filtering, mm-hmm. you know? That's good. That, that is so good. And, and I feel like, I feel like when we come to a level of maturity in Christ, we begin to realize that. Mm-hmm. It's not about him and her. It's about me what I need to do, where I need to yield, where I need to submit, mm-hmm. you know, do I need to seek you more, Lord? And if, it, you know, a lot of us, you know, we have our, our prayer times, we have our communication with God, we have all of that, that we feel like we're comfortable with, and some of us know that we need to up the, up the game, you know. But, but whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, as far as your relationship with Christ and trying to build it, I really want you to self-reflect on how you look at joy, how you feel your joy, and how you express your joy. Mm-hmm. We really need to do a lot of self-reflection with that. And 218 <laughs> Ways to Own Joy will definitely help you with that. I tell you what, I thank God for you. I thank God for what he has done with you and this book. And I see on the book, it says International Book Awards finalist. What is that about? Yeah, I submitted it to a, uh, an award, and it's not a Christian book uh, award programs, but they have a Christian book section. And so I submitted it and wow, wow. got to be a finalist. So that I was excited awesome. about that. Yeah. Praise God for yes. that. Yes. And I just pray in the name of Jesus you, that this book will be a number one bestseller because Lisa, it needs to be. I believe that. So many people need this book. They need their joy. Mm -hmm. They need to find it. They need to own it. They need to express it. They need to teach others how to access it. That's good. And I'm going to be writing some six-week Bible studies to accompany the book. Oh, fantastic. It'll be a series of six-week Bible studies. So there'll be one for uh, 218 Ways to Enjoy for grief, through grief for men, for teens, for single moms. So it's going to be a series oh, of six-week Bible studies. I love that. that. Yeah. So Lisa, how can people find you? Um, I am online at uh, lisamiller-rich.com. And there I am going to be blogging. I took a hiatus from blogging while I was writing the book. But I am going to be getting back to that because it's a love of mine. So, But, but past blogs are there. So Lisa Miller hyphenrich.com and then uh, the book itself I'm not selling it through my website but it's on Amazon any online seller so if you just type in 218 ways to own joy uh, and it'll be available there through through Amazon and then when the six-week Bible studies get cooking those will probably be on my website but those are still in process okay thank you so much for joining me 
so glad you. to have you. And of course, I want to have you back once you finish your other projects All so right. we can find out more about that. And thank you for joining me on Power Fuel Living. Stay tuned next week for another great episode. Join Lisa each week for faith-filled, spirit-led messages and interviews that will empower you to live your best life, spirit, soul, and body.